Hello there, this is A.D. Robles, and you're listening to A.D. on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. All right, well, before we begin today, let me just say this. If you are interested in supporting the A.D. Robles YouTube channel or even just A.D. Robles on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network, I've got something different for you today because today is the day, my friend. Today is the day that the Social Justice Pharisees book is available for sale. That is right. I am going to be the recipient of a delivery of a a large number of my first book, Social Justice Pharisees, Woke Church Tactics and How to Engage Them. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's a really good book. I think you're going to like the book, and it'll be available today to purchase. Stay tuned for some announcements on that. Um, and you will you will be have a chance to do that kind of thing. Now, the way we're going to work this is there are some people who pre-ordered back when I was raising, you know, funds for the campaign to do the book, and you will go you will get your book first, of course. I'm going to get your book out as soon as humanly possible. I've got some shipping things coming in and all that kind of stuff. So, I'm going to get that out right away, but for everybody else who did not pre-order, don't go to Amazon to pre-order. Don't have to do that. You can get the book from me much sooner because on Amazon it's not going to be available until the end of the year but through me you'll have access to that book uh, within a few weeks and so be on the lookout for that Uh, if you'd like to pay US dollars I do accept US dollars you know if you want to pay in Bitcoin I might take it but it's going to be a much higher fee because of the volatility involved Uh, but if you want to pay in silver coins like this one for example I might give you two for one for silver coins or two for almost one um, because the price of silver tends to be going up the, the last few weeks and all that kind of thing. I do enjoy silver. I enjoy silver. I enjoy gold. Uh, obviously, I can't really charge you in gold because gold is just way too valuable. But anyway, uh, yeah, be on the lookout for some announcements. Uh, I'll send some emails out. I'll do some videos and you'll have access to purchase social justice Pharisees, woke church tactics and how to engage them. Now, today we're going to talk a little bit about Eric Mason. Because Eric Mason is a prominent figure in my book. Now, if you actually look at my book, at just the cover, you can judge a book by its cover sometimes, you will see that my book has a very similar color scheme to Eric Mason's book. And there's some similarities in the design of the book cover. That is intentional. People have asked me if that's intentional, and it certainly is. Because in many ways, my book is the anti-Eric Mason book. It's the anti-Eric Mason's woke church book, is what I should say. It's not anti-Eric Mason. It's anti-his book. And um, if you read Woke Church and you didn't really know how to engage with it, my book will be very helpful. Um, he's not the only person I engage with in the book, but he, he does feature prominently because he is an especially insane caricature of what a woke preacher is. Like, if there was a caricature of what a woke preacher is, it would be it would look very similar to Eric Mason. It wouldn't look a whole lot different. Everything. Just the way that he looks, the way that he dresses, the way that he speaks, the nonsense that he spews all the time. Uh, it's pretty pretty sad. But anyway, so let's uh, let's talk about that because woke preacher clips here says that he's apologized for some for some things he's said in a sermon. Now Eric Mason has said some very objectionable things in sermons, and in this case, I guess he's apologizing for a house slave caricature. In a sermon on overcoming racism, my goodness, if you ever looked at Eric Mason to teach you how to overcome racism, you'd, you'd have to be insane. This is the, one of the most racist preachers that I know about. 
um, obviously racist. He uses racial slurs from the pulpit. Like, this guy is crazy. Um, you know, maybe he's good at teaching you some things, but but how to not be racist, that's probably not one of those things. So uh, let's let's dive right into this, shall we? Let's do it. Let's do it. In a sermon that Sealed shouldn't have been idea. distracting in any way, shape, or form. Anybody can be prejudiced. Only a few people can be racist. And so racism is, is the application of your power to enforce your prejudice on people that you want to enforce it on. That means whites have to stop calling black people racist. Nah, I don't think you have to do that. Yeah, if you're white and you see a racist black person, you can go ahead and call them racist. <laughs> you call a black person prejudice, but you can never call a black person racist. Because the difference between me and you is I can, I can call you whatever crazy racial slur I want. I can not treat you a particular way. But racism's a bit different. It's, the sh- it's me using my structural capacity in connection to power to, to enforce my prejudice to cut things off from you. Ain't nobody questioning your structural capacity, Eric. But here's the thing. Like, he says that uh, there's a difference between being prejudiced and racist. And I guess the idea is that racism is worse and then he talks about how he can be prejudiced. He can use any racial slur he wants to. And he has. He uses many racial slurs. Um, this guy is, is a, a disgusting man. And the fact that he dares stand behind a pulpit and use racial slurs and, and teach nonsense. Because if you notice, none of that w- was in the Bible. Like, this isn't a sermon. This is a TED Talk. You know what I mean? This is a TED Talk. It's not a sermon. Because no- and nothing that he said about the difference between races and prejudice and this and that and structural uh, oppression, whatever, uh, the structural capacities, I think is what he said, that doesn't come from the Bible. Um, I- I've told this story before, but when I was a, a young preacher, um, I had a- an old man who I used to speak with all the time. He was in his 90s. And um, this is, you know, I'll admit what I was doing, but it was sinful what I was doing. Um, I would get his advice, and he gave a lot of good advice, but one of the things he just kept repeating like a broken record, he would always tell me every conversation, AD, what you got to do is you got to preach the word. And eventually I just started rolling my eyes You know, every time he said it. I was over the phone like it wasn't in front of him. I was sitting against him in secret. Um, and I just was like, man, I get it. Like, I, I know, you know what I mean? Um, and it's not like he was like delusional or something. He, he had a sharp mind. He knew that he had told me last week to preach the word. He was telling me again. Um, but I get it now. I get it now because the temptation when you're preaching, uh, at least one of my temptations, I'll speak for myself, is that, you know, I want to say something profound. I want to say something new. I want to say something that no one's ever said before and, and, and unique. I want to be special. And and that's not the role of a preacher. You know what I mean? That's not the role of a preacher. The, pre- the role of the preacher is to preach the word, just like Paul told Timothy. To, 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 to preach the word of God and then give the sense of it, and that's it. That's all you're allowed to do. If you want to give examples or illustrations, that's fine. But don't be tempted to take those illustrations and then go too far with them and get too crazy with them. Because the temptation is you give the illustration, and then all of a sudden you're teaching something else that's just your hobby horse, but it's not really the word of God. That's, that's not what you should be doing. That might be fine for various kinds of teaching and, and talks and speeches, but it's not fine when you're preaching the word of God. When you're speaking for God, you dare not talk nonsense. 
And this disgusting man often will just preach nonsense and pretend that it's the word of God. He's supposed to be preaching for God. This is a sermon, for goodness sake. And he's over here talking about racism. Racism, you can't be racist if you're black. It's like, are you crazy, dude? Are you crazy? You know, like, I'm not saying this from a perspective of, like, I'm perfect, I'm the best preacher ever. No, no, I've sinned in this way as well. But the thing is, like, like, like this is, this is just, it's so sad that it takes a, a, a random YouTuber or it takes a, 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 you know, an, an anonymous gabber to point this stuff out. This guy is celebrated by Big Eva for his, his prowess in, in, in this area, and he constantly sins publicly from the pulpit in this area. This is not someone you should be looking to to overcome racism. This is not someone who can be trusted with the word of God in this area. I've said this before about Eric Mason, and I'll say it again. He understands how to interpret the Bible in many areas. He understands how to preach in many areas, but this is not one of them. This is not something that you should do. Now, um, let's continue because apparently he's going to apologize for something. Let's find out. I ended up um, basically kind of utilizing slave um slave uh kind of language making fun of people which uh i would say wasn't good form see not dealing with racism for some of y'all is really this just wasn't good form i mean it wasn't an overt sin it wasn't uh, evil it just wasn't good form you know what i mean let's let's hear him out because uh i don't think he's gonna apologize to white people that would be too about keeping your bag going because you know some of that old money will run out the door if you start talking about their issues. Don't nobody want to give you a million dollars and get their butt kicked at the same time? Oh, yeah. Because I, 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 I'm willing to lose mine. Because if you lose your life for his sake, you'll gain it. But if you try to gain your life for your own sake, you'll lose it! Yeah, you just really need to calm down, Eric. Um, I don't know if you're aware of this, but blacks and Latinos have this issue uh, that uh, they struggle with high blood pressure. Um, I'm, I'm one of them, you know what I mean? I, I tend to get some high blood pressure every now and then. Uh, but you really need to calm down, especially when you're just talking nonsense. You know, it's not worth it. I mean, if you're going to get all uppity about the, about the gospel, like the actual gospel and the actual words of God— uh, that's one thing. I, you know, fine. But but if you're gonna, you know, your your blood pressure is gonna raise talking about nonsense. Um, I don't know. I don't think it's worth it, man. I don't think that's worth it. Um, let's just continue. Speaking out against racism, <coughs> racial injustice to keep the flow of money coming. Some of y'all speak against racial injustice. So so you can let you know, Massa, eyes eyes ain't eyes ain't like the other Negroes. Master eyes, eyes over his, we's, we's, master feeds us, master clothes us. Y'all look at me, think I'm acting funny. Uh, this is the truth because some of y'all Negroes, let me tell y'all something. Some of y'all are some suckers in the spirit because you won't be honest with the racism that you're dealing with and you wanna, you wanna, you want the, the spoils of privilege and you'll sell out the gospel and you'll sell out your own people. You help me today, God. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I think you really just need to calm down, man. I think you really just need to calm down. What's funny about this is he's caricaturing you know, probably conservative blacks as uh, as sucking at the teat of massa, you know what I mean, and all that kind of stuff. 
when I think actually it's the opposite that's true because um, conservative blacks tend to believe in 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 not being reliant on the government for everything, not 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 insisting that you know if not for taxes we wouldn't have anything. In fact, uh, conservative blacks tend to be very self reliant. They they tend to start businesses. They tend to um, you know take care of their own children. They tend to uh, provide you know uh, an inheritance to their children and children's children. They have a forward thinking mindset. It's typically the liberal and progressive blacks that are sucking at the teat of Massa and saying Massa will protect me. Joe Biden will protect me. That's t- that tends to be the the standard default uh, of liberal progressive uh, people, Latinos, blacks, whites. Anyone who's 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 in that camp is looking at the government as massa. You see, that's that's that what it tends to be. But you see, this is projection. This is what social justice advocates and warriors all do. They project what they are on the inside, and they know it, and they know it on other people that are being self reliant. And so, of course, the only reason that any black or Latino could be against social justice is because. Um, the white people must be giving them secret money and stuff like that. Nobody, ain't nobody giving us secret money. We're doing it on our own, man. We're doing it on our own. We're actually following the words of Christ, and we're following the words of the gospel, and we're working hard. We're saving money. We're putting, you know, we're we're we're, we're putting it to work for Christ. We're doing we're doing the things according to Christ's commands. We're not waiting for the pagans to give us stuff. You know what I mean? We're not we're not we're not going. Well, you gonna owe us in your silver? Hallelujah! No, no, no. We're we're getting our own silver. You know what I mean? We're getting our own, and we understand everything comes from the Lord. We understand that it's not—we're not that we're special or anything like that. We're just repenting of our our wicked ways. We're repenting of our childishness, and we're getting to work. And that's what you should be preaching. Instead, you're projecting your own mental slavery on other people. Master, it wasn't me. It was the ones in the field. And so, I I want to. It's really sad. He's about to apologize for for doing this, but I don't think he even gets what he's doing. Like he's gonna let's just let's hear apologize him. and make sure. Um, yeah, I just, I just never want. Um, I never want God's word. Um, I never want God's word ever through me. Bible's talks about being exemplary in speech. And um I'm so sorry that I um that I would um have a message like that impact people um like that. Um and so I, I pray that you all forgive me for that part of the sermon and I hope that you can hear the rest of the sermon, um, but um, this is yeah. ridiculous. I, I would no, no. So this is the point, though. So of course he doesn't understand what he did, because it's not about the way you said it, dude. It's not about the form. It's not about any of that. It's that you're preaching an upside down gospel. It's that you're preaching not the words of God. It's it's that you're not. It's the content. No, ain't nobody care that you're caricaturing people uh, in a certain way. Ain't, doesn't nobody care about that? What we care about is, is what you're saying true? I don't want to hear the rest of your nonsense sermon. It's not true. It's not true. You're projecting, dude. 
I, I don't care that you people call people have called me a house Negro a lot. I mean, it just happens all the time. You know, I'm not obviously I'm not black, but I you know I'm part I'm part African, and people have have said, oh you in that you in the house. I don't care about that. The content doesn't fit. It doesn't fit. So you can save your crocodile tears. I don't care how you said it. It's the real. What's the offensive part? is that you're sitting behind a pulpit pretending you're preaching the words of God. Instead, you're preaching some other words. They're words of demons. It's just that simple. It's just that simple. You're over here advocating for slavery, meanwhile saying everybody else is the one that's doing that. You're doing that, dude. You're doing that. But never want to... Um... You save your tears. I, and, and nobody impressed by that. Bring shame to the name of our God. Um... So then stop preaching on racism because you don't have a freaking clue what you're talking about. That's how you're offending God. That's how you're offending God because you're pretending to preach his words and you're preaching somebody else's words. That's the textbook definition, the primary definition of taking the Lord's name in vain. That whole sermon where you talked about reparations, that was just as offensive as this, as this stuff. And you didn't do any of the caricatures there. None of the caricatures, none of the, none of the ridiculous, you know, you're a Negro, you, 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 you just this house, Negro. Like none of that nonsense. It was a pretty straightforward sermon. That was just as offensive because you replaced God's words with your own words. In fact, you mix them up. You, pre, you, you use Bible verses, and then you talked about some other stuff and pretended that those Bible verses taught that other stuff. If you want more about that, it's in my book. And um, I want to guard my mouth, guard my tongue. Let me give you some examples of racial mindsets. I'm going to take my time if y'all don't mind. Yeah, go ahead and take your time because this is the point. This is not an accident. Like, like sometimes I get heated and I'll say, you know, something that I, maybe I should take back. And often what I'll do is when I say it, I... I immediately follow with, man, let me let me rephrase that. Let me change that. Because, you know, that you get, you get heated. You're in the moment. You say something on accident. Fine, fine. I can understand that. You talk a lot. I talk a lot. You're going to say some things that, that you should maybe rephrase. You should maybe change it or whatever. But you see, the point is your perspectives are not an accident. You taking your time. You. This is what you believe about those conservative blacks. You believe that they're acting like a house Negro when in actuality, you're the one sucking at master's teat. You're the one doing that. And so the reality is it's not so much. Look, we can forgive people for getting heated and saying something that they regret, but this is not what you're doing. You are, you are preparing sermons that are nonsense. You are, you are taking your time to, to, to develop nonsense beliefs and nonsense theology and then putting it out there and pretending that it's God's beliefs. It's what God taught. That is taking the Lord's name in vain. You need to repent of that. I don't care about you getting in the, in the heat, in the moment, whatever. If you want to apologize for that, I'm fine with that. You can apologize for whatever you want to, but that's not the offensive part. The offensive part is when you're calmly and rationally pretending to preach the words of God. That's the offensive part. Number one, it uses scapegoat terminology to deny racism. Stuff like critical race theory. Oh, that's critical race theory. You don't even know what it is. You just heard that somewhere. And because you're a racist and you don't want to deal with your racism, you want to throw, you want to throw a grenade at the gospel. Hey, Eric, shut up. How do you like that? <laughs>
Dude, you don't know what you're talking about. You're lying about people. You are lying about people. We know what critical race theory is, Eric. <laughs> we know. And we, all, we know all too well. Maybe you don't know because projection is one of your hobbies. Maybe you don't know what it is, but we know. Marxism. Cultural. Maybe I need to take uh, take it a little easy. I got my blood pressure monitor right here, man. I don't know. Us Latinos, man, we struggle. Well, with Marxism, that. ethnic Nazis, they making up words to, to come against the fact that racial injustice exists. I need to do some some soul work on on my on my need the Lord to do some soul work. Um, but I'm so broken about how I could have how I could have impacted someone negatively. And they miss out on the sermon. You see, he doesn't get it. He doesn't get it. He's he's shedding crocodile tears here because he wasn't able to convince you as effectively as he could have if he spoke as sweet as honey. He wants to lie to you with with, with smooth sounding words, not negative sounding words. See that this is he's missing the point. Whether because I, I I actually think I prefer you to lie to me in an aggressive way because in the scripture. It often talks about how convincing people are when their words are smooth as butter, but there's war in their hearts. You see, that's the real snake. That's the real snake. So I actually prefer you to continue with this aggressive anger because it's so much more obvious to see that you're a freaking snake. But the thing is, like, when you come to me with smooth-sounding words, but they're just as evil— that's something you need to repent of. So it's he's 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 worried. He's not upset that he offended you. He's just upset that he offended you, and because he offended you, you didn't listen to the rest of the sermon. This is a joke, dude. This is a joke. Just because of a stupid decision to let my anger. I preach about anger all the time and not being angry and be angry and sin not. But um. But the problem is that that. When you're not angry, you're still sinning because you're teaching nonsense and pretending that it's the word of God. That's the real sin here. That's the real sin. Yeah, so <laughs> that's it, y'all. Um, I don't have much more to say. Um, okay, good. I just hate that I did that, and I can't take it back. He can't take it back. He hates it, but the reason he hates it is because maybe he won't be as effective at, at tricking you about what the Bible says. This is gross, dude. This is absolutely gross. We will keep the sermon up. Just forgive me for that portion of the sermon. Another racist, racist mindset is he's got to keep the sermon up because, you know, the the end goal is to get you to believe lies about God. That's the real goal. And so, OK, you know, maybe he sinned in his delivery, but the real goal is still intact. Guys, this is a joke, man. This is a joke. You'd have to, if you if you listen to Eric Mason about how to not be racist, you need to get your head examined. It's just that simple. This guy is a complete snake. When you say just preach the gospel, why when I talk about race, you say just to preach the gospel? If somebody marriage in trouble, I don't say Jesus Christ died for your sins. Actually, a lot of people do say that, and I find that annoying as well. Um, but, you know, so, so you know, it's, it's not true. A lot of people do say that. <laughs> that, doesn't, that makes If somebody's on drugs, unless they're a non-Christian, I don't say Jesus died for your sins. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life, but it's so racist. It's racist because you would have, when I bring up a sin issue, you, you bring it's up. It's racist because everything is racist. <laughs> a whole nother way of dealing with it that you wouldn't even deal with it with any other sin.
Why? Because you're a racist. You are. Just admit it. You, you, may, think you're a, you may think you're just misunderstood. This is the sermon that he wants you to hear. This, this is the nonsense that he thinks was distracted. It was too distracting that he said the thing about the black people and the, and the house Negro. So this is the good stuff, though. This is the stuff that he's going to leave it up for. No, you are racist. An absolute joke. Because you think you have the right to tell someone that's rebuking you for sin to use your earthly power to come against spiritual power. There's a difference. This guy's a caricature, man. This is a cartoon character. Honestly, this is, this is a cartoon character is what this guy is. Um, by the way, just, just to let you know, we'll finish. We'll let him finish because there's only a few more seconds. But um, my book, um, if, if you like my content, um, you know, you'll love the book. Um, but if you like my content and you would share it with your friends, but I'm a little too aggressive, I'm a little too spicy, I'm a spicy Latino, number one, check your privilege. <laughs> I can't even say that with a straight face. Number one, check your privilege. Number two, my book is a lot calmer. It's still got my attitude. It's still got my personality. But it's, it's, I designed it so that you could give it to a friend that you might not show my channel to. So uh, I, I tear this stuff apart, guys. I tear this stuff apart. And so I think you'll really like my book. Contact me if you want to buy it. Look out for more info on that. Why does everything have to be about color? How can you say that? Why would you? That's the most ignorant statement on the planet. What, when you bring up race, you say, why, do you, why does everything have to be about color? Everything in our society is about color. This society. No, no, only if you're a zealot. <laughs> no, not everything in our society is about color, uh, unless you make it everything about color. Um, this is the good stuff. He, 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 he needed to make sure that you heard this part. Everything is about color. This doesn't come from the Bible either. Like this is, this, Eric, this is what you don't understand. This is just as disgusting as the caricatures that you were doing. This is what you really need to apologize for. It's the content. It's the content, not the delivery. You're psychotic. We, we got that. Your delivery is that of a psycho. But um, it's not the delivery that we're concerned about. The delivery just gives it a little extra sass for us. You know what I mean? It's really the content that we're concerned with. Um, anyway. And even the church thought, taught us to think about color. Let's go around Philadelphia today. Go to any city today. You've taught us about color. How many churches have any other ethnicity in the building as the icons? And you're going to say, why is everything about color? Everything's about your color, which is actually a culture. We'll talk about that in a second, because it's not even about color. It's a culture. It's bigger. I thought it wasn't a culture, Ruslan. <laughs> just your skin color. It's this, this is all nonsense. Everything's nonsense, so it all contradicts, of course. Culture that's been developed as the color being the foundation. Yeah, you know, again, if you believe that nonsense, then then I got nothing for you. I mean, there's really nothing for me to tell you. It, it, it's just you need you need to repent. I mean, it's just that's it. That's it. That's so stupid. You know, they they always say that uh, that uh, the devil won't come to you in clown pants, um, and he's gonna be sneaky. You know what I mean and stuff like that. And that's true sometimes, but sometimes he does come to you and looking like a clown. Sometimes he does come to you and he looks like a clown. And and that's Eric Mason to a T. Anyway, I hope you found this podcast helpful. Look for more information coming soon, either today or tomorrow, about how to order my book. Um, and I think you'll find that helpful as well. God bless. Don't forget to tune in next week on Thursday for AD on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network.